No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thank you for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato, and you're listening to Underground USA. Before we get into this morning's episode of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I wanted to touch on an item in the news that centers on the Archbishop of York, which is a hierarchy position in the Church of England. The current Archbishop, in an interview, took issue with the Lord's Prayer and the words that open the Our Father, saying that it was too patriarchal and it could offend people. I don't know that arrogance is a strong enough word for that statement, but it does illustrate the intense arrogance and self-centeredness and selfishness of the woke movement. Jesus Christ was the one who handed down the words to the Lord's Prayer. Is the Archbishop, who is supposed to be someone who serves Christ, in a position to question the words that Jesus Christ used in, in the primary prayer that all Christians know? The Pope doesn't even have that kind of authority to look at the words of Christ, the direct words of Christ, the direct words of the Savior, and say, Boy, I, I wish Jesus really would have thought this out a little bit better so that he wouldn't have offended people. When a movement can be offended by Jesus Christ, the most compassionate figure in all of human history, then something's wrong with that movement. It's not something that was wrong with what Jesus Christ said. The woke movement is out of control. The people who adhere blindly to it are some of the most jaded, self-centered, selfish, megalomaniacs that I have ever run into. They can never be wrong. They always have to be right. And quite honestly, I'm done putting up with them. You should be too. When someone comes at you with wokeness, stuff it right back down their throat. Tell them how childish and selfish and self-centered they're being and how most of what they believe is not only divisive, it's hateful. So, if you're woke, you may want to take this warning to heart. Stay away from me. You're like a cancer to a healthy body. And personally, I hope that your movement dwindles away so that the number of you are so few that you feel the kind of canceling that you've been trying to do to everybody else who doesn't sit down and listen to your two-year-old temper tantrums. Woke is dead. Long live non-woke. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Let's go up to the telephone here, and we have got Kyle Warren. And we've also got on the line from UndergroundUSA.com our good friend, Frank Salvato. Well, Frank, Joe B. Biden is over there going to chat with the king, Charles. And I don't know what's going to come of that, but the big question mark is Ukraine and NATO. And if Ukraine became a part of NATO, which I don't think is going to happen, because then the NATO countries would actually wind up being at war with Russia 
since they seem to be having this little tay-to-tay over there shoot at each other. Yeah, and the, the Article 5 would kick in and, and we would be at war. So we've got Dumb and Dumber over there talking about whether or not we're getting into uh, a global conflict. I'm not taking Vladimir Putin's side. I think his aggression in Ukraine was uncalled for and it needs to be addressed. But Ukraine joining NATO is as egregious to him as the Chinese putting military troops into Cuba. So we do have to look at it from a realistic viewpoint. He said all along that he would not be doing anything if Ukraine promised not to join NATO. So instead of letting this play out the way it's going to play out, Joe Biden's going over there and taking a a blimp full of gasoline and dropping it on a forest fire. I do not understand why this man is blundering the way he is and why the people underneath him, especially at the Pentagon, are not telling him not to do it. You know, generals are supposed to be advisors, too. That's what the Joint Chiefs is all about. Mm -hmm. If they're sitting there telling him, yeah, go over there and talk about it. We have to defend Ukraine at all costs, and including getting into a global conflict over it when we are now a nuclear world, then all of them deserve to go because they have no wisdom. We're tempting a nuclear conflict when, when the sides are drawn, the lines are drawn. China will come to Russia's aid. Meanwhile, we've got diplomats going over to India trying to rile them up because of idiotic LGBTQ human rights things over there. And they're our only counter against, a, against China. So uh, this entire foreign policy team that he has, it's like putting a bunch of junior high school students in charge of, of our State Department. I, I do not understand why there's not more pushback on what they're doing. They've, they've blindly got us screaming, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. They won't tell us where the money's going. We're giving them cluster ammunition, yeah. which, is, which is stunning. Yeah, and now we've got now we've got Biden and and King Charles, two two people who are all in on the climate thing and the World Economic Forum, talking about well maybe we should let Ukraine into NATO so we could light this candle. Mm. This is a very this is a very serious moment in time. Yeah, and you know we're, all the newspapers would much rather talk about. Uh, uh, trans this, trans that, LGBTQ this, diversity that. We've got to wake up. We've you betcha. Wake up. You betcha. And here comes the music. So hang on there, and Kyle, you hang on, folks. We'll be right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch Monday Morning Edition. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after your stations pay some bills. About three minutes, and we'll be back. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. 
check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You know, the gift that keeps on giving, little old Frenchie, as I like to call her, little old Frenchie, well, she said that the Supreme Court is taking away many of our constitutional rights. It's seldom that I come across somebody who is so completely vacuous. But uh, but she hits that she hits that mark pretty well. As a matter of fact, she is she is so useless that I don't know why they keep the White House press office open anymore. Does it, does anybody glean any information from anything that she says with the questions that are asked? Nope. Are any questions ever answered, or does she always say, "Well, I have to defer to these people," or "You should ask that person." Or we've already answered that question when they haven't. You get no information from this exercise at any time, except for their declaration of of ideological points that are far left politics, like the Supreme Court is taking away our rights. I would I would like her to point out where that is. Mm-hmm. You know where what the right for the president to give away taxpayer money is so because he's going to allow people not to pay back their debts, or or the fact that they they got the federal government out of the way so the states can make their own decisions about about matters that actually work better with the way the Constitution was set up for our country. She's a moron. Yeah. So why we're not taking, you know, I I know why, but I, I'm saying this rhetorically. Why it's still open, I don't know. Every time that she walks off that podium, everybody from the White House scurries back to their offices to tweet corrections and and misdirections and offer up misinformation for things that weren't answered. Or no, we just cut to the chase, close the White House press office. And just let everybody tweet out what they're going to tweet out anyway, and this way we don't have to waste the hour, an hour and a half that, that we have to spend listening to this lunatic. Yeah, not a bad idea. I like it. What would they save? I would, like, I would, I would just like someone to tally up all of the pay for all of the people who are getting taxpayer-funded checks at the White House who put on this circus every day. I'd like to know what we, we would save every day if they didn't have her position. Well, they have far more people working in the White House right now than they did even when Obama was there, is my what I've been told. Including their Coke supplier, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, what's on your mind? Well, thank you, Captain. Good morning, Frank. Um, you know, we've heard a lot about George Soros, but his son Alex Soros is now starting to get in the news. He's been at the White House since 2021 at least 20 times, um, according to uh, one report. Um, what do you think his impact is going to be? We understand he's a lot more, he's a lot worse than George, we understand. Well, absolutely, without doubt. You know, if we use the term groomer for pedophiles, if there was a, a version of that that had to do with diabolical globalist, George Soros has been just grooming his son for that. When you look at, at the things that he has been spearheading, and Soros has been 
incrementally giving most of his of his political and ideological efforts to him over the last, I'll say, seven years, because you hear about his name more and more and more uh, with things that are connected to the World Economic Forum and, and the Open Societies Institute and everything else. Um, and now that he's handed it over completely, uh, and you're starting, people are starting to look at his activities. Well, there's a reason why there's so much incredible Marxism coming out of the White House, and that's because you have you you have again a lunatic in Alex Soros um, providing information and guidance to the ice cream eater and and his and his staff. We thought that well maybe when the good Lord decides to call George Soros home and make him pay for the years that he was turning in his his uh, his compadres in Hungary to the Nazis uh, that we would be done with this kind of activism. But that's not even going to be close to the case. He's created another little monster in his son, and all of this stuff will continue, and it's going to metastasize into something that's even more egregious. So buckle up. Frank, did you happen to hear Joe Biden let something slip militarily that he never should open his mouth about in an interview on television? Well, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you know, I I almost can't be shocked at at things that come out of his mouth anymore. Almost can't, and and you know, because he's insulated in his administration, and then nothing's going to happen of this, and 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 uh, Jean Pierre will come out and say, oh well, and and deflect to saying that uh, uh, he was just distraught because they've outlawed abortion at the Supreme Court to try and twist it into a different way, um, but you know. We're going after Donald Trump for having classified information in a, in a box, which every single president in at least the last 50 years has had happen. Uh, but we're not going to admonish a sitting president for, for telegraphing. You're, you're saying slipping. He let something slip, but I'm saying he's telegraphing it. Because remember, Barack Obama did the same thing. Well, Only he did it from an official stage. I found something out yesterday that the president, even the outgoing president or the former president, is the one that determines what goes to the National Archives, not the National Archives telling them what they want. Oh, absolutely. And this is why the, the National Archivist is not in the lane. You, you don't say what you get to do and what you don't. The only person who can, de- and we've said this before, the only person who could declassify something on the fly is the president of the United States because he deems it. He's the commander in chief. Nobody tells him, no, you can't. Yes, you can. When it, when it comes to classified material, if he wants to declassify something while he's talking about it, he can. And, and as far as the National Archives are concerned, I think they should have been a little bit more worried about Sandy Berger jamming things into his socks and his pants. Yeah. So, you know, this idea that the National Archivist has that kind of power, once again, the left assumes things and just takes it until they're admonished and pushed back. That power doesn't belong to the National Archivist. Mm. So so this became an issue because they made it an issue where there's no authority to make it an issue. But it's going to stay there because it's an election tool. Mm-hmm. You know, so anybody who doesn't believe that far left Democrats in Washington have weaponized everything about the federal government to win elections, you're not awake and you're not you're not paying attention. Oh, uh, by the way, IRS, can... FBI, National Archives, all of them, 
any way they could cause a controversy to damage their political opponents they'll use. Can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, because we're going to talk some politicking with Frank when we come back. Kyle, hang on. We'll be right back with Kyle Warren and Frank Silvato talking some politicking, which we love to do because that's when we get into it. (laughs) I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. Ticketmaster's parent company is going woke. They want you to forget about the ridiculous service and convenience fees they charge that nearly double ticket prices. Ticketmaster got caught hacking their competitor to keep customers from getting lower prices. And parent company CEO Michael Rapino laid off workers in droves while raking in millions. It's why Ticketmaster is one of the most hated companies in America. Michael Rapino, Ticketmaster, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar Brian Deese is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Some will say inflation's the big problem we've got. Some will say crime. Some will say the border's a top issue, some education. Some will say the economy. Some will say the decline in morality. And we've all heard this time and time again. But yeah, they're all our problems, but none of them is a real root problem, the real issue. The problem that feeds all the others, what they do not see, what's hidden behind all the above issues is the core of what affects this planet. And it is very simply, and you and I have talked about this, I don't know, a hundred times or more, Frank, a looming move to a one world globalist government run by billionaires interested only in protecting their holdings and eliminating all competition from would-be challengers. I'll add to that the fact that they're all power junkies. Yep. Uh, And you can see all of these people every year when they meet in Davos. Yep. They said, this is the World Economic Forum group. And I know people are starting to hear World Economic Forum. They're starting to hear the Peanuts teacher and the, and the adults of the Peanuts cartoons, it just drones over, and all of a sudden their eyes glaze over, and oh, they're going to talk about that again. But you've got to force yourself to pay attention, because in every one of those facets that you just mentioned, whether it's education, whether it's finance, whether it's, uh, it's the, the culture around the world, it's all affected by the agenda that this group puts out under Klaus Schwab, whose father ran a an armaments factory for the Nazis. You know, so I I was last night I was I was sitting watching a movie called The Pianist, which is fantastic. It's about the Polish Warsaw ghetto during the Nazi occupation. Mm-hmm. And I could not help but see the parallels. They're not using tanks and they're not using stormtroopers and they're not using brown shirts. They've figured out how to make the battlefield about finance. 
And, and once again, you see a group of megalomaniacs who believe they know best about how to, how to run the world, ignoring the fact that there are sovereign governments and, and, and different countries and different cultures who are trying their hardest to force people into ideological train cars. And I know some people just went, oh, you can't make that equation. Well, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Because when you're not paying attention, your culture is manipulative. You're socially engineered because you are just not paying attention. You are walking onto those ideological train cars. Your culture is being deprecated. Your freedoms, you know, John Pierre said the Supreme Court was taking away our freedoms. They were, they're decentralizing government, which is what the, what the World Economic Forum class, which now holds all the cards at the White House, they don't want that. They want centralized government because it's easier to cede that over to a global government. When you break it back down to the way we were supposed to be, the way our country was set up by our framers, we didn't have centralized federal government. All the rights were left to the states. I, I point that out in, in the book that I just released, Dullification. Mm-hmm. This is the gift that our framers gave us, was a, was a functioning decentralized government that came together, e pluribus unum, to, to affect our global presence when needed. Otherwise, our culture was left alone. The global people, the globalists, World Economic Forum, the UN, the WHO, World Health Organization, UNICEF, UNESCO, they all want everything conglomerated under, under the group of people who are the robber barons, the millionaires and billionaires you talked about. And, and because they own all of the companies that make the gadgets that we're all addicted to, we rationalize in our in our brains that well, yeah, but I won't fall for that. Well, that may be true, but if your neighbor's falling for it, then you're screwed too. Mm. So we've got to wake up. We've got to understand that the only people taking away our rights is our government, our government, our federal government. They become so centralized in their power and so completely unconstitutional in their overreach onto the states that we must return. We're, we're at that point. It's not a suggestion anymore, and it's not a theory. We need to have our governors take back the power and, and restore the power to the states to neuter the federal beast. Because right now, we're no better than any other country that's got a parliament. Mm-hmm. In Illinois, you've got Pritzker. In in California, you got Newsom. What have they done for their states besides blame other people and, and, and try to affect regional change? Everybody's moving to consolidate power at a larger level than what they should be concerned with. It's time to reverse that. All right, Kyle, what do you have to add? Well, I think one of the things is that a lot of people aren't going to be drawn kicking and screaming into global governance. They're going to think that, uh, well, if we do this, we're going to be able to control climate change at a centralized level. Uh, we're going to have plenty of energy and power. It's all going to be clean. Everybody will have an electric car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that's the big lie strategy. 
you know, once people well, actually, once you actually were achieved that, then you'd you'd, you'd find out what a, a real authoritarian world looks like. And that's the that's the man behind the curtain. If we do everything the way that our, that the, the leftists and the globalists want us to do when it comes to their quote unquote climate change by going electric, we crash all the grids around the world and we get thrown back into the freaking Stone Age where they can control you easier because they've got the electric, the electric, they've got the power, they can turn and turn off your water, and if we go to a central bank digital currency, they can shut off your money. Some people will look at me and say that I'm that now I'm a conspiracy theorist because I'm saying you better start taking a look at this idea about about what we're doing with quote unquote climate change. When the person who started the Weather Channel, John Coleman, can so completely and logically and common sense wise lay out the argument against it, and all they could do to combat him was say he's a liar, he's a heretic. They did the same thing with climate change that CDC did with COVID. Yep. Don't you dare question it. You better fall in line and you better march in lockstep. Otherwise, you're a heretic. Well, you know what? Screw you. I want to start talking about the facts and the science. And when you start doing that, the records we got don't really show that there's a lot of climate change happening unless you want to go up and down on that roller coaster because climate's cyclical. It's just a fact. If you don't like hearing it, then you're a child. But mm -hmm. we have to start we have to start seriously talking about this and understanding it and opening our minds to alternative viewpoints on this, especially when they're based in fact and in the records. Otherwise, the global government that's using climate change to bully you into changing your life and your culture and your society, they're going to win. And right. then you've got nothing. All right, my friend, we'll catch you on Friday. We'll talk about more of this and a lot of other stuff, too, especially that NATO conference. Have a great day. Stay low, my friend. All right, Kyle, you hang in there. Folks, we'll be right back with more on the Captain's America Third. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you. Go on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. Come straight to you, circumventing the censors. Very important. Getting into the 2024 silly season. And make sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, the case for the decentralization of the federal government. Available on Amazon in both print and digital. My name is Frank Salvato. You're listening to Underground USA. I'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.